Yeah, you know his gate didn't stop that, did it? Marker. <laughs> all right, Joe. Heads. Whoop. Heads. It's all uh, hot gravy. Tails. It is Toasty McToasterson. Okay. Man, that just kept going. <laughs> sure did. Hey, you replaced. Oh, wait, no, you didn't. I'm looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> it is Toasty McToasterson. Get ready to laugh out loud with Wise and Nerdy, the show hosted by two hilarious dads who bring their unique blend of wit, wisdom, and nerdiness to the airwaves. From sharing hilarious anecdotes about their own experiences to giving advice on navigating the ups and downs of life, these two dads have got you covered. But that's not all. They're also obsessed with all things nerdy, from comic books and sci-fi movies to video and board games. So whether you're a fellow dad, a pop culture fanatic, or just in need of a good laugh, this is Wise and Nerdy. And now, let's have some fun. Are you ready for some fun, Joe? Are we going to have some fun tonight, sir? Yes. Lots and lots of fun. Oh, lots and lots of fun. Awesome. All right. Yes. I am the Rock Gun Podcasting. Charles McFall, and that is the Digi Jad himself, Joseph underscore Ard. <laughs> and uh, how you doing, man? It's been uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. It has been a week. It's been, it has been a one week since you've been a good week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Uh,. I'm making another note in our thing. So, question. Question of the week. I actually came up with this question myself. The Georgia lottery, which actually is it's the lottery that's shared with multiple different states. It's the Mega Millions. So, there's a number of states, I believe, in that. Uh, Someone just won it, right? I, I don't know. It wasn't me. So, screw them. I don't care. It's not me. Uh, it was a little over a billion, right? Uh, 1.35 billion, I do believe, is what it was. Yeah. If I'm thinking of the right one, because I've got a couple of coworkers that follow it very much so and buy stuff when it gets up close to a billion, and uh, someone, one person won it. Well, good for them, because it wasn't me, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> but I wanted to know, Joe, what would you, sorry, let me just hiccup <laughs> all over the freaking microphone while I'm trying to do a professional show here. You never know who's going to be watching the show, and this could be like our big break, and like, screw that guy. He's just barfing all over the microphone. <laughs> and then there's Charles. So, hey, uh, Joe, what would you do if you won the lottery, man? Oh, man. Uh, so, I would, there's a, a plot of land that's actually pretty close to me that's like 70 something acres. I would buy that and I would build kind of a, I don't, Compound has the wrong connotation, but I understand. I'd, I'd, I'd build several houses for family members that want to come move in because there's I've got a few family members who are uh, constantly strapped on cash and whatnot. So um, build a few houses in, in that area and like a, a communal um, activity like rec uh, building. No, it's absolutely like, a compound. I mean, I know you're not going for that whole religious aspect and the negative, yeah, yeah, yeah. The negative uh, uh, summer camp that you permanently live in. How about, how about that? 
that's what it sounds like um, for. Yeah, and and the the rec building would have like a theater and all kinds of stuff. I'd have my own um like guest house studio and yeah, it'd be that that would be the the first thing I did. Noah and Joe, he would name the rec center Get Wrecked. R E C D. That's right. Yeah, I'm just saying. One hundred percent. What about you? What would uh, you do if you won? Honestly, something similar. But I've got, I've got a lot. Uh, Aaron and I both have a lot of plans for it. Uh, we there's a thing with my brother-in-law not moving. Although I think I, I really have a hard time envisioning what they're fantasizing about. But he, my brother-in-law, would like to buy out the neighborhood basically that we're in. And you like you're talking about, you know. I, I would buy from the beginning of the street where we are to the end of the street and then be able to close it off. But of course, you got to get city regs for that. I don't know. But the idea is to buy up this area and just make it ours. And, uh, and personally, I'd want to put up big fences so you drive around if you want to get somewhere else. Jib, jib, jib. That's right. <laughs> so Thanks, million. How's it going? Uh, so, uh, I, but there's there's always been that idea of buying a bunch of property to to have uh, family live on. We actually found one not that far from us that was kind of a, a we put on our vision board for a while that was a huge house uh, with a full basement, uh, had a place for an RV to be parked, had a, a separate garage that had what would be my studio in it. So it had a two car garage and a studio separated from the house. But it had what you're talking about. It had a big covered concrete picnic area with ceiling fans and a built-in, kind of like you go to a state park, built-in you know, grills and bathrooms and, and all that. And then it's 14 acres, so there's plenty of space to uh, put her brother a little ways away. Um, you know, We always kind of plan for the future where Hugh might come and live down here with us. And, and uh, so that was one of them. But the other thing is, honestly, I've got a budget put together uh so you mentioned um that you know your your neighbor your co-worker might uh they start playing when it gets really really high well a lot of people do that well i have a number and that's 100 million because you're going to get a third of that roughly you know maybe more but so at 100 million i'll play because at a third Aaron can have whatever she wants. You know, we can have 10 million to, to do stuff with, right? She, you know, get stuff for her, you know, the house, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, that can be our operating funds. The second 10, because I'm expecting to get 30 out of this. So the second 10 then is for investing and savings and uh, giving, you know, you know, giving to the, I already know, you know, the 10, we're 10%. I'm not, not a huge tither, but there's, there's definitely a person that I'm, uh, a ministry that will give. 10% of that too. And then the other 10 is for the business for the, you know, team rock God is what I'm calling the business right now. And it's very much to invest in uh, staff, you know, so social media staff and, 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 you know, actually pay Tyra to be my manager instead of just, you know, give her a thumbs up and say, Hey, you're awesome. Uh, that's exactly how I pay her right now. It's like the Fonz, you know, when we're tired of something, go, Hey, and that's it. And she says, like, she feels like a millionaire. Um, but that's that's the overview. But it absolutely, you know, when I say that middle ten is for savings and investing, but it's also for giving, and that's that's where we'd find the the we'd have certain budgets set each month to say, hey, if you come across this person or this this thing that you hear about that moves you, and you want to help somebody. Uh, part of that ten million for the business is investing. I've got another business I'm building right now. You know, you know about Team Rock God. You know about. Uh, which is my, my speaking comedy business, right? It's my, my getting out there and doing things. Then that you've got, I hit a button. Didn't want to do that. Then you've got, um, 
uh, one EMS, right? Uh, I'm going to buy into the company that I'm with now. Uh, I told my, my one EMS partner who owns the ambulance company, he's like, look, I basically will buy all the debt. You know, whatever debt that has been accrued to get us to where we are, I'll buy it. So then that frees up funds so that we can pay whatever we want to our employees because we don't have, I think it's about $3 million in debt. You know, you basically got to buy in as a partner there. So that, that would buy us freedom to really focus on one EMS. Um, but I'm, I'm working on another business that I think might take off uh, along the same lines as everything else I'm doing. So that's really what I would do if I won the lottery is, is of course, I'd be patient. But it's like, okay, I st- in those 30 days or whatever it takes to clear the money, I would start planning the first real steps of it. Um, and, you know, Phil? Phil's always had a standing offers. I better you better have your number ready because when I call you, you go, hey, I've got the funds. So <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do for me? Where, how how can I fund you? Know, because I like to invest in people. So how can I fund botched or whatever? Buy a compound, Charles. Basically, just build an entire neighborhood for podcasters that somehow doesn't have cockroaches, spiders, snakes, or rats. Uh, oh, thanks, Joe. I forgot we can put it on the the screen. <laughs> um, I can't promise about the cockroaches, spiders, snakes, or rats. I mean, it's it's Georgia. It is what it is, but uh, yeah, and I would. We, everything's a budget. Everything's a budget. Um, now, yeah, Mormons. I get, I get occasional texts from people saying, "Hey, uh, do you want to sell your house?" I'm like, uh, "Sure." Give I me, get those texts, me, and I haven't owned seven, a house in ten years. Give me seven figures. Oh, well, I've they, done that they, before. Like, list list my specific address. I'm like, yeah, sure. Give me seven figures. I'll sell it to you. They're like, well, have you done any? Uh, Anything to it that makes it worth that? I'm like, nope, it's not worth that. But if you want it, that's how much I'll sell it for. <laughs> this is a lie on the screen. Hey, I've been looking for a reason to move anyways. No, you haven't. Because I. <laughs> there was definitely a time when you could get like, look, you come down here. I'll put you through a one-month class. You'll work for me while you get your feet underneath you. And we'll find you an amazing job. Nah, man, I, got new, man, I can't take you anyway from, from Pennsylvania. Man, 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 man. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Danny, like you actually have a kid. That's all imaginary. Look, I went to his house, Joe. It's sad how you have to pretend that his little, my little buddy from the eighties. It's, it's um, Dennis. <laughs> same difference. He says, I can't move Danny away from Philly too. Like he owns Danny. It's sad too. Dude, I was there when they lived in the house together. It's, it's, it, I had to sign an NDA. That's all I can say, Joe. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, that's kind of point of an NDA. That is the point of the NDA. So that was... It's the question of the week. All right. Roll that dice. Number five. No, no, no. I object. A little early for that. I object to the dice. Let's roll again. Number six. Your favorite. I object to that one, too. But all right, whatever. (laughs) So I'm I'm kind of waiting on you. Not intentionally. Um... But for you, go, hey, send me the files because uh, you'll go get so I can upload them. Tomorrow yeah, so and I'll give you hot gravy. Yeah, you'll have hot gravy. I'll have Toasty McToasterson. Bad dad jokes. <sighs> <laughs> it's your favorite segment. I know you love it. What oh, is the wait, difference? Wait, 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 wait. You're breaking it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Roll that dice. Oh, you didn't tell in time. The, the joke timer <laughs> ran out. I'm sorry. It's time to move on. You. <laughs> what is the difference between a poorly dressed man on a bicycle and a well-dressed man on a tricycle? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. A tire. <laughs> Your face gets me every time. Every time. Look. <laughs> you got to come out live to Dragon Con. We're going to be doing Wise and Nerdy live at Dragon Con. And Joe's face, man, when he tells these dumb punchlines, his face is great. Uh, and Dennis, Dennis, come on. I'll find you a job. You work from home. You don't need a job. I got a place for you to crash until you get your get you a place to live. Fresh, fresh, hot, humid air. We got you, man. Snakes and cockroaches to your delight. It'll be all right. He can build you your own little shack in the backyard, just like everyone else. Technically, my daughter doesn't really use hers. There's that one. <laughs> you can have that one. So, all right, roll that dice. All right. By the Number way, three. by the way, Joe, our dice came in. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so that, I'm fun. excited about that. Uh, oh, yeah, daddy. <laughs> That's one good daddy. Uh, I know. Uh, I forget what his version of let daddy decide was. So um, this it was this one. There he is. Help me, daddy. Okay. So, Joe, I almost ruined this one before the show. But you're a nerd. I'm a nerd. We we tinker with computers. We 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 know what we're talking about when we talk about numbers and computers and motherboards and speeds and all that stuff. So, for the general listening public and the nerds out there, because I think we're gonna really fire up the nerds. And for those of you who don't geek out, you're gonna learn a little something here. When you want to know how good your internet connection is. What do you use? Speedtest.net or fast.com or something else? I have literally never used fast.com. I've always okay. used speedtest. So, and I, I Googled it just to see what other people think of, which apparently a lot of people, instead of calling it speedtest.com, they call it Ookla. Oh, that's who makes it is Ookla. Yeah. Um, the product but, is uh, technically speedtest. Yeah. And so uh, in general, it seems like a lot of people are saying that speedtest.com is slightly better, but it, I probably, it's fine either so, way. Like I said, I've never actually used fast. I've, I've been using speedtest since the day it came out. And like any other software, especially web-based software, especially starting in the early 2000s, give or take, it has done a lot of improvements. But in that path to improvement, there's just times when it sucked and it was bad. And mm -hmm. it is always a good opportunity to try other things. Now, here's the ones I won't do. And I'll tell you why I want to see if you agree with me. Daddy Joe, do you agree? <laughs> Don't use the Spectrum, the Comcast, the the uh, uh, Verizon. Don't use those speed gauges because I'm pretty sure it's like uh, the lie. old days. Yeah, it's like the old days of, of trading goods where somebody puts their thumb on the scale, you know, and, and just weighs it differently. Um, yeah, I, it's like I have literally been on the phone with Comcast or Bell South. I don't remember who it was or ATT, some some company at the time, and going on speedtest.net. It's trash. On uh, there used to be another one out there before Fast came along, uh, but let's call it Fast.com is trash. And so I'm calling them, man. I don't have the signal. Nothing's working. I've rebooted it. 
well, you know, we're showing this good. No, it's not good. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. Give me a tier two technician. Well, hold on. Of course, I'm having to read. Well, I need you to go to Comcast.com. And it says, it says I'm getting like 500 down. And that's not true because it took two hours for it to load up when you asked me to get it on the screen. So you were lying. So yeah, don't use the ones that are built by the company that provides the speed to you. Now it's in the modem. Uh, I don't, what kind of, well, you get it. I forget you get it with your water bill or some crap in Chattanooga. It's the, uh, the electric company. Electric. I wish I could remember actually the electric company, uh, uh, theme song. Cause that was a great show when I was growing up. That was my first, uh, uh, experience with Spider-Man. I think was, was the electric company. Um, so, I'm trying to fix it. So I didn't, not I didn't realize Fast was made by Netflix. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. That it is made by. Netflix. I think it was when they first got in the streaming, and maybe they were just doing it internally and said, "Hey, let's put this external." Uh, but yeah, Fast.com is is Netflix. Now, a lot of times I'll, I'll use both, and you're usually they're within the same ranges. If somebody sometimes the speed test by Ookla is having a an issue and it's just not connecting right. Well, tonight. It was fast because I was trying to test my phone to get. Uh, it's just we found out through a, a fluke accident that uh, my phone internet at the house is is where my studio sits is a lot faster than the house internet. Cause I'm too far away from it. And yes, civilian, we know that we can run a wire. It's in the works. That's part of winning the lottery. <laughs> it's in the works, baby. We're getting there. Um, and uh, uh, but tonight, like fast is saying, oh, your phone is like. 30 down and 30 up. I'm like, that's the same as my computer. I'm not doing that. And then I got a wild hair and I tried fast on the computer and it said I was doing two down, which I knew wasn't true because you and I were talking video and this and that and the other. Uh, so yeah, fast is having a problem tonight. So that spawned that one. So you, would you try fast? Does it matter to you? Mm, I, I've never tried, tried it. So I guess, sure. Maybe. Um, I, I do like speed tests, honestly, but here for, for your, your regular civilians, not civilian on base because civilian knows what ISP means and Kurt knows it. But for, for those of you who are at home, if you think your internet is slow, I, I, you know what? I'm talking to my wife right now. Hey dummy. I mean, Hey baby. Uh, if you're, if you are on TikTok, they do this sometimes your internet, is, your network's unstable. And she blames me every time. And I'm like, one, nobody else's phone is having that problem in the house. Two, do a speed test check. Because I have found that either, I think I think it's either on the TikTok end trying to feed video, or I kind of have this conspiracy theory that they're testing to see if people care enough about a video to come back to it or to try to work things out. Because just randomly, it'll put up network connection issues. But you can scroll to the next one and scroll to the next one. And then most time when I go back, oh, that video played just fine. But if you use speedtest.net or fast.com, they both are fine. I, I, I just like speed test. Uh, I want to read some of these comments here too. Uh, but that'll let you know, is it actually moving fast or not? So Kurt says, if you go to Google and Google speed, oh, that's right. I did forget that Google has one of their own. Uh, although it seems like everybody who's a corporation nowadays, we're just kind of getting away from all of that. So... I mean, do we want more information fed to Google? I don't know. 
Uh, I'm on Mozilla tonight. Actually, I'm on both. I got Google on one stream for the notes because I'm too lazy to log into Google on Mozilla. And I'm on StreamYard on Mozilla because Google's like, something's got your camera. Yeah, that's like telling a baby they get, got your nose. I'm old enough, Google, to know that you don't have my nose. <laughs> the civilian test said speed tests are not great. It is one of the biggest lies in ISP. Okay, I get that. But that's also like the miles per gallon BS from, from cars. Right. Uh, I don't think they've updated it since the last little documentary I saw, but it was at least 10 years ago. I saw a documentary that all those EPA miles per gallon standards were based out of the 50s or 60s and had never been updated. So it really was irrelevant to today's modern technology and roads and tires and stoplights and traffic and all that. So, yeah, but it's still a number that you can get. OK, when I got my Internet today, Joe, it got installed and I tested. I have a no, uh, imaginary or not. I have a number to gauge it against, right? Um, what else does he say? Um, sounds like Cousin Mike needs to make another tech tip. <laughs> yeah, come on, Cousin Marky. We got you. Um, Kurt says, uh, having to recommend speed test to a client, I always have them go to, <laughs> I don't know, it bleeped him out. He cussed at us. You can't do that, Kurt. Yeah, he, he's not a moderator, so he's not allowed to put uh, links in the chat. That's what that's what we have it set up to. I don't know who set it up that way, but I did. Oh, I absolutely no. set it up that way because I don't want Kurt spamming my stuff with VO by Kurt links. <laughs> Come on. Um, so what are yeah, you supposed Kurt. to have on yours? You said you got. Oh my god, that's so beautiful though. Three twenty both ways is what the world should be living at. It's so <laughs> stupid. It is so stupid that we're not. It yeah, is so I, I such a joke. Three. 300 up 300 down and so and it usually is just a little higher than that when i do a speed test usually between 310 and 320 so now joe why you always got to bring the hate you always bring the hate <laughs> oh speaking of miles per gallon apparently tesla is completely lying nobody brought up tesla nobody and I everybody lies did you not watch the the religious documentary house md Everybody lies, baby. Everybody. <laughs> um, oh, Kurt. God. Yeah, so, so apparently the thing, real quick with Tesla, the thing is it, they had programmed it to lie to the, the people like because their car gives them an estimate on how many miles they have left on their charge. And it, and is it will dependent. lie to them. It'll lie to them until they get to about like 30 or 40 percent charge left. And then it will get more and more accurate as it goes down. But they, I think, I want to say someone filed a class action lawsuit against them because of it. And until, you know, I do want to see what the courts find, right? I want science behind this because, one, that's the world we live in. Ooh, let's hate on something. Let's hate on something, you know, let's jump. And a lot of the initial headlines were just empty. But I, I, the story you just told, that's the same one I read that, you know, and, and to a point, I would argue that, one, it's all digital. And it's computerized, right? So if I set my trip meter that's digital on my my car, and it says I can get it estimated, this was true today when I filled up my car. I got my car back, by the way. We can talk about that later. Uh, when we fill up um, my car, which is a hybrid, so it's electric and, and fuel, uh, when I filled up fuel today, it gave me an estimated 560 miles before I had to fill up. Um, now, that does depend on how much AC I run in the summertime. That depends on how much is loaded in my car. That depends on stop and go trap. You know, it depends on a lot of things. And if I hit my trip meter, one, it's never going to get to 564 because it's not a legitimate one-to-one -one comparison. 
But secondly, how do you know? I mean, because nothing's old school anymore. You could probably explain to me before coming from a non-car guy that you, you know, you put this meter, this flow, blah, 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 in the gas tank and you fill it up and it goes here. So that's why the thing's full. Then when it it goes empty, that's why I said, okay. But nowadays it's all computerized. I I do. And I I still caveat back to you. I want to know what the science says. I could believe that Tesla was lying. I can believe that Tesla was trying to push a market that needed to be pushed and people bought into it. And the reality is, did they get close to what they were supposed to overall? That's the, what I want to see come out in all this. Yes or no. Uh, because if you're saying you're going to get 300 miles and you get 150, that's no bueno, senor. Uh, but but if you're supposed to get 300 on average, you're getting between... The percentage. Mm-hmm. In the in the video I watched, they quoted the percentage, but I can't remember what it was. Um, I'll have to I'll have to look it up. What would be so in theory? In theory, Joe, for you, do you be like pitchforks and torches? Raw. What percentage below? What percentage would make you angry? And what above? What? So what's your line mm-hmm. of? Okay, this is within reason or below. Uh, if it's more than twenty five percent, I'd be I'd be upset. If it, if okay. Yeah, oh, I was actually thinking twenty. Like if, if it was if eighty percent of the time I got roughly what I'm supposed to, I'm okay with that. So my number is actually a little bit higher than yours, I think. Yeah, I was trying to look up to see if I could find the percentage because I know somebody had said it, but I, I, I don't, I can't remember. I, I was, I think it was uh, one of the, one of the Linus uh, Media Group. Um, one of their, I can't their do, video posts. I can't do the peanut song, but I can hear it in my head. And he said Linus, and that was it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Roll that dice. Ah, what, Joe? I was just going to say, civilian on base is saying that it lies to you until you're fit. That's what you just said then, earlier yeah. when you quoted back the story. That's the headline. Where's uh, the proof? Where's the beef? Where's the dice? Roll that dice. Uh, let's see. We've already done that one. We've already done that one. I keep rolling a three. They really wants us to do number three again. Well, let's do number five since we rolled doing. that one before. All right, fine. We'll do number five. Gosh, gosh. I said that. And I'm not ready yet. <laughs> Why? Oh my goodness. Good daddy. Oh, wrong voice. Stay tuned for this. Stop, Kurt. God, we know you want to be on the show, man. You're going to be live at Dragon Con. Come on. Come on. You're all right. Is it BS? Kurt, I, man, I'm telling you. you know, okay, that was me. That was, I, I am not. Uh, it's commercial time. All right, we're going to commercial. Dance break. Chime. Woo. Donate to your daddy. <laughs> Patreon.com slash wise in nerdy. from stream beats uh i've got something fun are you on the phone are you seriously say i'm sorry big daddy peter griffin looking like <laughs> joe underscore art is on the phone 
right now. I'm Actually, sorry. I'm sorry. Do, do, do we not book you for all day, sir? Really? Okay. I'm, I'm what, I, what I did was I, I held my microphone up to my uh, up to the music and my lights reacted to the music. Oh, roll that dice. Oh, no, I'm sure your kids are funnier than you. They can come on. Don't shush them. I'll call defects. <laughs> Do not shush your children. Number one. Man. Number Man, one Robbie. I got. Wrong button. Nerds. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> there you go. Already, <laughs> it, we, just, we just went viral right there. Puppies and babies, man. Uh, so, what are we nerding out about tonight? Joe, I've got two really different things tonight. Were you yeah, aware, you sir, that there's a mosquito? See, Dennis didn't say we couldn't have mosquitoes in the studio. Yes, I, I was aware that you have mosquitoes in the South. Wait, you're not that far from me, sir. Um, that I'm a cigar smoker. Yes, I was aware. Do you know what my brand of cigar is that I really like? I have no idea. It is the brand that I am trying to get to sponsor me on my TikTok channel. <laughs> it's CAO. CAO is my brand. And that right there, Flathead. Flathead. The Flatheads are the style. Um, so each, each cigar company. Right, has the name of the f- basically that would embody the flavor of what they're doing. So each name is a different kind of flavor. Sometimes it's a different shape. Then you've got the the styles, which is like uh, uh, um, Churchills, Torpedoes, Robustos, you know, and that that that's the length and the width of it. Essentially, is how that. So you got to know all these things about it. it's really cool. Uh, but the flatheads are made for. I, I don't know why it works. I don't think it really has anything to do with motorcycles, but it's made for motorcycle enthusiasts. Like the little symbol on it is the, the dual uh, engine, and it's a square cigar. My wife happened to get me some for Christmas last year. And now, like I said, I've been smoking CAO for only about 20 years, give or take. Um, and I do like the MX2s. I like the gold, the Italian, and the Brazilian. They're Americanos, they're trash. Don't like them. But uh, that's how I get a sponsor. Yeah, those are trash. But I do like the higher end ones, and that's just who I am. Uh, there's other brands, but I, I really want, I'm going to turn my cup around the rest of the night and drink out of my, my CAO flathead cup. Uh, now, here's the thing. So, the so place, have you actually talked to them to get to ask if they'll sponsor you? Well, what I did was I did a TikTok where I unveiled this cup so this place that order cigars international quick plug for them uh i order from them i'll definitely take anybody's any listener you got suggestions on where i should order besides local you know, i do go local sometimes but honestly i'm just a guy on the move all the time and i don't really have a local place that i'm loyal to yet and it's just easier for me to go to a trusted source online at two in the morning like yeah give me my case of this and in a week or two it comes and then i'm good for a year or whatever but if you have a place to order from I'll, I'll take your, your advice. So this catalog came in the mail and like most time I just look through kind of circle it. So my wife and kids can see, Oh, you circle the magazine. Maybe we'll get you something for your birthday or whatever. Page two 
is these tumblers and it was for it had a different brand on it it was like get a tumbler and six cigars I'm like, yeah, I don't need to spend that money but I mean I love my metal cups I only drink out of these big metal cups right now I only have two now I have three but I only had two before and uh, no my daughter got me one so I have four now I have a Marvel one a plain white one a plain silver one and then this and I was like I mean, maybe maybe there's a CAO and there was. And tell that how cool would it be to have CAO on my cup? Because I, I, you know, if I want to have a brand, might as well be one I like. Then, Joe, it was the Flatheads, which is my all time favorite right now with them. So, like, <laughs> dang it. And went online and ordered it. So, I got six more Flatheads and the cup that says CAO Flatheads. So I'm like, that's, that's Kismet, right? It's, it's not just my brand. It's it's the one I really like inside that brand. So that's one of the things I'm geeking out about. What are you? I got another one, but I'm gonna throw it to you. What are you constantly, continuously, always geeking out about right now? <laughs> uh, so my wife and I watched a movie the other day uh, called Nonstop with Liam Neeson. Um, I want to say it came out a little while ago, but my wife and I had never seen it before. It was on Netflix. It was pretty good. Um, Basically, it's uh, a hostage situation on a plane, and Liam Neeson is a an air marshal. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. That only came out maybe at most a year ago. It's not been super long, I don't think. Uh, was it? I, I can't remember. But I remember anyway, seeing was, a preview for it. it. I don't know if it hit the theaters. Uh, let's see. Google says it came out nine years ago. So Does it really? No. Does yeah, it? Yeah. 2014. Is when it says it, come, it you know came what? out. Maybe I just saw, you know how, so this is one of the things I do love about TikTok is it'll just put up clips. And of course, if you haven't seen it, now it's new to you. And there's been a number of things that are like, oh, that looks cool. And then it turns out it came out a year ago, two years ago. And it's just somebody found a clip, put it up there, and now I get exposed to it. And that's possibly why I thought Marshall, the, the nonstop came out in the last couple of years, one year or two, because I'm pretty sure I've seen some clips recently. But well, there you go. So it's it's older than your your babies. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, not all of my babies, but yeah, it was well, good. the ones that you it claim. Was, I mean, it's Liam Neeson, so you expect it to be pretty good, right? Yeah, I, I'm a fan. The ones I, I claim. am a fan. Oh. Of, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, I am a fan <laughs> of of Liam for sure. Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't have like a ton of story to it. It kind of reminded me of Speed. Kind of, but in the air, where where the person's just making demands of them as they're in route type of thing. But it was good. But you I loved it. it. You had it was, fun with it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a, a very good just shut off your brain and enjoy it movie. You know that's and, what I do enjoy about his films. Uh, all three taken. Saw all three in the theaters with my wife, and even she's like, you know, these are really dumb movies, but they're fun. And if you just give them, you know, they don't have to do much, but they give you this little bandaid of a story that, okay, if you choose to, to buy into that story, which we did, it makes it a little bit more fun. It makes just enough sense to not hate it. And the action's fun. The, the one, I mean, that quote, right, from Taken, I don't know who you are, but I have a set of skills. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I will find you. There's been a few others he's done that were almost like straight to DVD or, or like that. Uh, or maybe just small runs in theaters. But I, I've enjoyed them. 
Now you want talking about, okay, kitties, th- this is for the older dads in the group, not from the future dads in the group that are listening. Uh, but on HBO, it's been out for four seasons now. So probably it's, depending on how they released them, four to six years. Yeah, you know, it's been going on. I've known about it. And side note, huge Rick and Morty fan. Uh, you might not be able to zoom in, but there's Pickle Rick right behind me on my shelf there. Uh, (laughs) I I got my boy animal chain so he can't get away up there. And then uh, by by Deadpool, I've got a a Hare Krishna animal, my favorite animal stuff that I have. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Rick and Morty has got a new season. And and Phil, man, I tell you, Phil is, is a lot like Rick. And I can't figure out who I am. I'm surely not Morty in this situation, but Phil's a lot like Rick. And I just love watching the show. And like, man, I'm almost running out of episodes because I'm all caught up just about. I'm in the newest season. And like, you know what? And I'm watching on HBO Max. So like, hey, it's like, well, if you like that, you'll like Harley Quinn. And I keep hearing Ron Funches promote Harley Quinn. I've heard great things about it. It is the way to do a rated R animated series. Absolutely. It captures the spirit of who Harley should be and who Poison Ivy should be. Uh, it kind of makes Batman a little silly because it's told from the point of view of Harley Quinn. Um, it makes it, the Joker and Batman are almost ancillary to the story. Uh, very well done. Very funny lines. Uh, there's only moments that, that I didn't see coming that cracked me up. And when I say it's the way to do a rated R animation, um, it's, you know, it's a villain like crazy like Harley and, and, uh, venomous like poison ivy they should be saying certain things and not oh fudge mr g you know it's just not right in that character but it's not shocking like yeah i know you're familiar with titans joe and the big thing that they promoted when they launched the mm-hmm. live action tv show titans was f batman except it wasn't oh, if it was a thing and it's like well, yeah that's right it was <laughs> I love this toy. It's working so well. It works so much better than my sensor button because my sensor button blasts the ears out of Liam Neeson up in the air when he's filming that film. So it's too, <laughs> well, too loud. One of the nice things about this board is you can actually cap how loud it gets when it puts stuff out. So even if I was to yell, it wouldn't be crazy loud. Like it'd be loud, but it wouldn't yeah. be like ear shattering. So limiter or something on That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, I give give two thumbs up to Harley Quinn. It's a very fun fun series. I'm only about two episodes in, uh, so I'm looking forward to having four seasons to binge watch because I can't get back to Demon Slayer because I've been busy and hadn't made time to sit down with Zoe <laughs> and we can't watch it separately. And that used to be that used to be my go to. It's like I love a good animation that that catches my attention sometimes, but I can put on off to the side while I'm working or basically working. I'm always working, so I'm working on something. Um, so yeah, hard to win. Uh, did, did you know they're making a suicide squad anime? No, but I would be interested in seeing that possibly. I I've seen the announcement. I haven't seen the trailer, but apparently it's called, it's literally called suicide squad Isekai, which Isekai for those who are not anime enthusiasts, it basically means you're transported to another world is what Isekai is. Okay. So I don't know if I don't, I don't know who's getting transported to what world, but yeah, it's called Suicide Suicide Squad Isekai. I'll be down. I need to go back and try to watch the supernatural anime because I'm not sure at the time I was ready for. I was totally expecting something different when I saw that it was going to be 
animation, I think is where, what I saw on it. Uh, I didn't exactly get it through, um, upright citizens brigade <laughs> ways. I'm just saying, uh, but it was still while the show was going on. And I know I've talked about it a little before about how, uh, it's the actual actors voicing the characters, which I love. I think it's great. It was just, it was definitely, 90s style anime where, where it's very Asian looking faces and just looks so different than the actual actors, but to have their voices, I don't think I was ready, but I might be ready now. Joe, Joe's broken me in a little <laughs> bit with Demon Slayer. Uh, did you know why, do you know why anime characters are drawn that way? Why they don't actually look, and you might say Asian, Asian style, because they do not, anime characters do not look Asian. They kind of look white, but not really, but you, do you know why? Nope. Because essentially, now I watched oh, TikTok, baby. I'm telling you, it's where it's at. I watched this like five minute little mini documentary on TikTok about how uh, the anima, all anime was designed to be attractive to the eye. And well, I, I think all cultures tend to be attracted to cats. And essentially, they're all anime is anamorphic cats. They're drawing, and it showed how you take a drawing of a cat and a drawing of a human and you kind of put it together and how then it became all these kind of generic features that we see as we, what we consider being an anime. Now everybody, of course, takes that and makes it their own style, but that's why they're all kind of this neutral color. They don't have distinctive features. They're basically human cats to because they want anime to be attractive. I heard something else about anime today, Jesse. You got me down this rabbit hole, man. You got me, you got me hooked. <laughs> uh, I, I heard, uh, uh, somebody talking about anime today and about how anime is really about the story underneath the story, right? Demon Slayer being a great example. It's not just about, oh, there's demons and there's demon slayers. You said, here's why you'd like it. This, is this kind of redemptive story arc, this kind of build, this kind of, and it really is. And that's what I mean by the story underneath the story is it's not, I mean, love them to death, but it ain't Tiny Toons. Tiny Toons is just dumb slapstick <laughs> humor. Anime is is supposed to be attractive to the eye. And I think it's really built around making you think and experience versus just watch something. And, and, and I dig it. I like the idea. I don't always like the styles of things that come out, but uh, I do dig that. Speaking of digging things, can you dig rolling that dice one more time? Yes, I can. Number four. Hey. Kind of ironic that you just said, can you dig so it? So ironic, because I am. Oh. Good daddy. I am. That's one good daddy. That's right. You got me. You got me. Toasty. I dig it. Uh, can you dig it? Can you dig it? This is, this is what we actually <laughs> really like. And I don't know why I cannot find my buttons. And I was doing so much better over the last couple of weeks. There it is. This one we really love. What do you love? So, Originally, uh, we named the segment that, and we 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 went to dig because because Joe likes the hot takes and the one offs and this and that. So, can you dig it? This one Joe brought to the table, and Joe, why don't you set it up? <laughs> All right. So, one of my boys, his birthday is tomorrow, and for the past couple of weeks, he has been begging begging for an xbox and i'm not talking about a new xbox i'm literally talking about the original xbox is what he wanted for his birthday i know a little bit about this story but go on 
And, and that's because he found out about some of the games that I had sitting in a closet from my teenage years when I played a lot of Xbox. And so uh, I'm like, no, oh, buddy, my Xbox is is broken. It gave me the red ring of death and the the disc tray doesn't come out. And I, I, try, I, I did try to actually fix the disc, disc tray. And uh, well, let's just say I, fri- <laughs> I, I fried it more than it was <laughs> than it was already fried. Um, but I went looking on uh, on the Internet like you do these days when you're looking for something to buy. Um, and so I, I looked at, at Amazon. I'm like, oh, I could buy a refurbished one there. Two hundred bucks. Like, no, thank you. Um, and so I, I checked out Facebook Marketplace. I said I saw a couple on there. I reached out to one guy. Uh, He's like fifty bucks. I'm like, okay, I could do that. When I get there, I, I want to make sure that it's working though. And that's because he listed it in now, working condition. Would you have done that? Because you and I talked right before you did that. Would you have done that if I hadn't said, hey, make sure it works, baby? Yeah, 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 right. definitely. I figured, but I like um, seeing this. I like taking credit yeah, for well, other people's and, wins. And and I've got an, a, a little LCD screen that, like. Small. Oh yeah, small. you showed uh, me that uh, last week. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, it, it the screen itself is like the size of a of a switch screen, and then it's got like an inch border outside of that. Yeah, that it's, just, it's just bulky. Yes, and um and so, uh, so my plan was to bring that with me. All we needed was an outlet, or if they didn't have an outlet, I've got a converter in my car. I, I can just hook it up in my car and, and check it. And um, so the first guy I reached out to, he's like, uh, well, actually, the disc tray doesn't open up. I'm like, but you listed it in working condition? Yeah. Uh, I said, I was like, uh, no, thanks. Because that's the same that so I had. had. Yeah, exactly. And so I reached out to another person who was a, li- a little bit further away, um, just over the border in Georgia, actually, about 45 minutes away from me. And uh, they were like, yeah, no, it works perfectly. It It's great. Um, I, I just we don't need it. Kid, uh, My son went to the college and we haven't touched it since. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, I, same thing. I said, OK, I just want to make sure it's working when I get there. And so I drive down there. And it looks nice. I don't know if they just wiped it off or something, but it, it looked like it just been sitting in storage. And uh, open it up; it still had a game in it. They're like, "Oh, I'm like, what do you want me to do with this game?" They're like, "Just keep it." I'm like, oh, okay. What was it? It was um, Madden NFL 2006. That's the one a, with that's um, a fun game. Tom Brady. The one with uh, no, 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 no. The Eagles quarterback. I I'm. I lived there, and I was an Eagles fan at the time too. And so, um, uh, I, it, I, um, my mind, I might have stuck on Westbrook, but that was the only, running back. I only know one Eagles quarterback, and I can't think of his name right now, and I can't describe him because that would be a bad thing. <laughs> I, I, my brain is want to say it has a D in his name. Um, anyway, so it, it is it, uh, Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb. Was it Donovan McNabb? Uh, it was. It was. It's That's Donovan literally McNabb the only almost. freaking eagle I've ever known in my entire life. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, they just said keep it, and it it worked just fine. Booted up just fine. Brought it home. I got it for forty bucks from them. Um, I looked when we got it. I pull. I opened up the menu and looked at the memory that had been saved. The last time this thing had been played was two thousand six, so it hadn't been touched in seventeen. 
years. And uh, yeah, my um, I've been doing uh, couch co-op with with my boys playing. Mostly they've been wanting to play um, Digimon World 4, which is why my subtitle is Digidad. Um, but yeah, and so we've been playing a lot of that. The game really isn't that great, to be honest, as far as games go. But, <laughs> but my my kids love it, and it's about the experience. And so I'm having a lot of fun doing couch to co-op, or couch co-op, and, and it's been great. And it made me miss a lot of times growing up with my siblings and playing games together and it just seems like games nowadays are more and more and more single player and not couch co-op yeah i mean the switch obviously still has some couch co-op there with mario games and things like that but it couch co-op is kind of a a dying a dying thing and that kind of makes me sad to be honest all right so i'm i'm gonna say i'm 50 50 on it. It really depends on who I'm playing with and what we are playing. So Call of Duty, right? You could do split screen couch co-op. Uh, same with Borderlands 2. And when my son, Oakland, uh, so uh, when the pandemic hit, right, we're getting all these checks from the government and so on and so forth. Um, majority of mine went to savings, which thank goodness it did because ultimately I had to use some of the last of that to pay for my car that I just, I just got back after two months. That's the story for the Patreons, Patreons, patrons, patrons, Patronus. Joe, we have Patronus. <laughs> That's what they are. Our kiddos, the kiddos. Um, so the babysitters, right. the ba- no, we're the ba- Wait, no. If we're the dads, we're talking we're the to dads. the kids. Who are the babysitters? <laughs> um, the patrons. <laughs> I, my I brain know. is breaking. I'm trying to, I, uh, I get it, but they're paying us to then watch our kids. I don't, you know, I don't. <laughs> All right. So back to the story. What the heck were we talking about? I got us way off in the weeds. You were talking about couch go up with your okay. son. So during- we got the money from the government, blah, 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 right? Yeah. Well, er- everybody in the household got a check. So we got everybody use a little bit of it uh, to get whatever they wanted. Cause especially as it was COVID time. I mean, literally it was, you can't go anywhere, do anything. You just order stuff online. So one of the things, uh, I did was I, I got uh, my son a copy of Call of Duty and I got a copy and we first started playing couch co-op hate it hate it. I want my full screen to myself and so we got him a copy <laughs> and quite literally I'd be in my studio playing on the PC he'd be in the same basement 15 feet away playing on his Xbox and that really worked for us headsets and all right so that was not I, I didn't want to do couch co-op however with my wife that's all I look for you know, Link being the, the big, huge game, you know, the, whatever the Zelda's that we're playing, right? The Link Zelda game. Yeah. That right now it's Tears of the Kingdom, but it, it, Breath of the Wild, we even got, uh, the remake, um, Dream Island. I don't remember what the heck it was called. Link's uh, Awakening. That's it. Hey, you know what I meant. You got it. So, um, but it's a good one. Those are the, the Zelda series is, is a bit of a notwithstanding to our guidelines. And we really only want to play stuff that we can play together. So we're huge. There's a new Mario game coming out. Did you see that? 
Yeah, the Wonder something. I don't remember. It's, it's basically the next Mario Brothers. Uh, they're not, I don't think they're quite calling it that, but it, it's basically that. There's two two princesses and, and two Marios. Uh, we're yeah, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Yep. There you go. That is. Uh, so we look forward to that, like the Kirby's, because you can play two players on there. Um, ja, it takes two. It takes two is one on Xbox. Uh, that was on pl- many platforms, but we played it on Xbox. That was was a really good co-op. And I like the ones where you're in the same screen together, more or less. And it, it goes out. The Lego games, Joe. My wife and I have played almost okay. every Lego game that's come out because of that, because of the couch co-op. And after... The second Lego Batman, whatever, you know, cause they do a bunch of different Lego games, but roughly that was the marker. Uh, after the second Lego Batman, it got to where you could, and it would just split the screen and diagonal. So for a little while, if you're way far away from each other, it was annoying, but it's okay. But you got back together. Now you have the full screen again and it works. And, and I love that model. Uh, Borderlands two, I'd rather get on my computer and, and, uh, play, um, Via the internet. So I'm a little, little 50, but I absolutely am excited when I see any kind of local co-op just to try it out and see what happens. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Cause my, my older boy, he's like, I want to play halo. And I'm like, you're going to die so much kid. Cause he's never played a first person shooter before. And so Dude. <laughs> we'll see. Dude, <laughs> you need, to get your soundboard up there behind him while he's playing and change that sound channel to make you sound 12. I'm like, your mom's a beep. <laughs> Give him the real Halo experience. Come on. I'm going to back you. I know you're angry. <laughs> oh, um, so, all right, all right, all right, all right. We got one more thing to hit here. And if you're a fan of the show, you know what's coming up next. Personal story time. So, Joe, is that no thanks? Like, no thanks. You don't want to tell the story and we're not talking about it I, or I can tell you. That's All right. Well, you know what? Well, I'll give you one. Go ahead. And tell me I'm, my story is going to be frustrating. I think it's going to make you laugh. So it'll bring you out of the depression that this story is going to bring you into. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I had a job interview um, and I've got the second round of interviews. It was between me and one other person. Um. And ultimately, they passed me by. But I feel like it was a rather unfair experience simply because um, they were specifically looking for someone with .NET experience and MongoDB experience. Oh, and I have neither. totally played Hack.NET. And I'm sure Banjo <laughs> and Kazooie had a Mongo somewhere in there. You're good. But they never listed that on the on the job uh, on the job description, uh, that that's what they wanted. You and so, so you're saying I, you wouldn't apply? You would not have applied? No, like I have, I I've taken like a couple, like two .NET classes, and I've never used MongoDB. Granted, that being said, I don't think I would have had any issues actually transitioning into the position because .NET is close enough to Java and C which is what my uh, my experience has been in so far. And MongoDB, I mean, it's just another database, and I've got experience with, like, five other databases, and so it, it wouldn't have been a problem. Um, I just, I feel like, as far as personality goes, I, I thought I meshed really well with the team, because they literally brought, like, 12 people to the interview, their entire team. Um, and so, you know, talking to them, I thought we, we meshed really well. Like, one of them... <laughs> 
Uh, I actually know her ish um, because I've interacted with her simply because it was at, it's at the same company that I work at. Um, and so I have interacted with her and she's uh, done a, a commercial for the, my internet service provider as the quote unquote gamer grandma. And, <laughs> nice. and so I, I, I think it would have gone well, personality wise. I think I was a good fit. Um, and so I, my assumption, and obviously this is all assumption because you don't get feedback on how your interview went. They just say, no, you didn't get it. Um, my assumption is that the other person had more experience in the specific languages that they were looking for. You know, um, um I, I went through that and, and you know, we've talked about it. You kept your head up here. You're, you're not like me. You're, you're doing okay. Uh, because you know that you, you don't want just another job. You want a better, you know, a better fit, you know, something that, that you excel at job. Um, and I had that with, with, I got to sneeze. And I'm trying not to sneeze. This company I worked for, I was always hanging out with IT and, you know, knew, them backwards and forwards. Usually I would troubleshoot the top floor before they called IT up to, to come to where we were to help with something out. And after hours, instead of calling the emergency line, usually if I'm in the building, they'd call me that kind of thing. Uh, to the point that I actually got asked to stay late and help replace some server stuff when we had a big emergency. And so when they said, Hey, we're hiring a tech. The, the head of IT for our building came to me and said, you need to apply. And I'm sure I'm going to apply. And I got my boss at the time to even write me a recommendation, which was, was, uh, uh, a, you know, very impressive, you know, to the higher, there was a VP over the guy that I was working with or wanted to work with. And the only thing I didn't have was a plus at the time. And so we're going through the interview and this and that and the other, and we're talking and, and so on. And, they got down to the only question I know that I, I boffed, uh, was, um, something like basically they're trying to get me to say, I'll Google it, right? You get down to what would you try? And I kept throwing out answers. What would you try? I try okay, okay. So that didn't work. What do you try? Boom. Okay, okay, okay. That didn't work. What you After like four times, like, no, seriously, nothing works. What else are you going to do? I went, I guess I'll cry and go home. I don't know what you want me to say here. And, I, and they laughed. And I, no, you would just want to make Google. Oh, yeah. So, of course, yeah, I'm thinking interview, but yeah, yeah. Encyclopedia. I like it. Devocate. Um, <laughs> Let me just, just reach over and grab my Encyclopedia Britannica. Exactly. <laughs> uh, get me the one, the volume of I, that little volume that had HI in it. And let's uh, do that. Um, so, uh, I, it went really well. It kind of came down to me, another guy, and I, I'm that dude. Uh, I don't, you know, oh, you know, I'm just gonna wait patiently. We're not just in the same company; we're in the same building. So every day I come in with my coffee, like, so am I reporting here yet or what? Well, you know, it's going because they didn't have the power there. They had it went up the, the one level up the chain, uh, and the powers that be went with this other guy, and I was like, I was pissed. I was pissed. I was like, no, seriously. I mean, it was one of those after hours nights, uh, where they had been working late and it's just us in the building. And I went down, put my feet up on this, on his desk. <laughs> and I was like, seriously, what the bleep, man? And, uh, he's like, you know, look, oh, he's worked at tier one. Da, da, da. He had, oh, by the way, I walked out of that interview and said, I'll have comp TIA by Friday. And it was like on Wednesday. And, I think it was by Monday. And so by Monday, I, by, I took a few days over the weekend, read the you know, dummies guide to comp 
uh, a, yeah, CompTIA A plus, whatever it is. Uh, CompTIA is a certification. I forget the, the certifier. It was a uh, A plus. Uh, I forget, but I have a freaking IT certification from them. Uh, because it's that easy for me. I just, oh, oh, read the real dummies guide. We kind of signed up for the test. Went took the test. Got results the next day. It came in on that money and slammed it down on the desk. It's like, there you go. Got it, baby. The other guy did not have it either. <laughs> he, did, he didn't have it either. Uh, so, and he had like six months to get it after I heard him, but he had all this other experience, blah, blah, blah. He was trash. I'm not, I'm not lying. I don't care. <laughs> he was trash. He was the worst. And there's multiple times I went, I we went around, I went to the head of IT and went, huh? Huh? <laughs> what? He's like, come on, man. It's not right. It wasn't my decision. I, I kind of get a feeling at least you were 25% of the decision. I think, I think you were. Um, Cause you know, your VP didn't come and interview me. You did just say it. Um, but then the, 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 uh, company got sold and then they remodeled our building. And then immediately after the nine to month, nine months to one year remodel pro- project they did, we were finally settled in. They turned around and told us they were uh, closing down the office and giving everybody golden parachutes to get out. And guess who was the first to be cut? The trash dude in IT. <laughs> ah, because last in, first out, right? That's just kind of the rules on these things. And I had seniority in the department I was in, and I was one of three people that were paid to go home, not just go home and work, but to basically supervise the office that was in Philadelphia because we had to teach them all how to do this job and make sure it was done right. Um, had I been in IT, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So... Uh, I'm going to hold that next story off, uh, till the next episode. Cause I, I, or we'll do a Patreon thing or this and that and the other, but Joe, I, I, okay. Talk about that. Don't just type it out in the chat. Talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. So my company is horrible, horrible when it comes to writing job descriptions. So my current position that I've had for the last 10 years, I applied for a C plus plus position. But in the 10 years I have worked here, I have literally never done any C++ programming. And when I came in, when they flew me, I was at the time I was living in Idaho. When they flew me here to Chattanooga to do the interviews in person, they take me into a room and they start asking me questions about the mainframe and Java. And I'm like, um, and I, I answered them to the best of my ability, but I was like, you guys do realize what the job description was, right? They're like, no, like it was for a C plus. Wait, how do they not know? Do they not write it? Do they like, do you have a hiring department? So, that says, Hey, we need somebody in an apartment. Like, oh, either you're catering or C plus plus. I'll go with C plus plus. Flip a coin. What ended up happening is my first manager here, super, super, super lazy. Another manager actually put, put the position out there and he just took all the candidates that she was interviewing and interviewed them as well and <laughs> and, and just took and just took one of the people that was interviewed. And so it was I, I literally did not get the position that I applied for. And ultimately, actually, they passed me over and the guy that they did hire didn't show up on his first day. And they called me panicked and said, hey, do you want that position? <laughs> hey, you know, what we told you to F right off. We, we, can we reverse that? Here, wait, wait, no, here's the Uno reverse card, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it all ended up working out, though, because they yeah. called me on Monday and I accepted it. And 
I was moving. I was like, I was already planning on moving to Chattanooga because that's where my in-laws live. And, uh, and so I was planning on moving on Friday. And so it was a whirlwind of cancel, cancel my U-Haul, cancel all, all the stuff because, um, the company I work for ended up paying for the move. They paid for people to come and actually pack up our stuff and move it for me. So we didn't have to pack nice. up anything. And so, yeah, so they came, they packed it up. They, they paid to ship our car all the way from Idaho to, to Chattanooga. And, and, uh, they paid for airplane tickets. And so, yeah, instead of driving cross country on a U-Haul, I hopped on a plane and, and flew, flew out here. It, so it all, it all ended up working out. No, plus kidding. I got like a, like a $5,000 moving bonus, like a well, bonus being a relative. It's basically for temporary living while I'm looking for a house is what it's supposed to be for. And I was like, I'm just going to live with my in-laws. Is it okay for me to get this still? They're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, so I took it and, and, um, between me and my wife, I, I was the only one that had student loans and I'd only taken them out my first year of college. And so that $5,000 ended up wiping out my student loans. Dude. So, so, so that's what I, I, I basically graduated with college and within that first couple of weeks, my student loans were paid off because of that, that moving bonus. Man. So it all ended up working out. It but. totally is it, almost like you hit the lottery. That's it tonight. Good night, folks. Love you, Joe. Love everybody. <laughs> Follow these nerdy dads on social media. Charles at Rock God of Podcasting. Joe at Joseph underscore Ard. Check out the website, wiseandnerdy.com. And as always, they may not be your father, but they'll always be your daddy. Come on, CEO. Sponsor me, baby.